What's up, everyone? And this is not another episode of Trevor Talks. <laughs> we really wanted to do something fun and out there, a little bit different. So this is a little bonus bonus. So stick around until the end because I may or may not give you an exclusive audio-only edition, I guess you would call, about a fight that I had with a possum in a robe and my boxer briefs and Crocs at the tail end of this. So I'm not kidding either. It happened, and I'm going to tell you about it at the end of this little bonus episode. I want to share a special preview of my friend Barnabas Piper's podcast, The Happy Rant, with you. And like Trevor Talks, The Happy Rant is also on Life Audio Podcast Network, and they promote faith-based values, just like we do at Trevor Talks. So I'm super excited about this. In each episode, Barnabas and his co-hosts, Ted Cluck and Ronnie Martin, talk about everything from current events to life as pastors, which, if you're like me, you're not a pastor. So, you know what? We we don't know what happens in the life of a pastor, so you want to hear that stuff. And they even go into the mental health of it all. Like, it's some really good stuff. And on a serious note, you will want to check it out. In the snippet you're about to hear, the guys introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about their show. And if you like what you hear, I encourage you to go subscribe and check out their show on Life Audio and wherever you stream your podcast. So go check them out, The Happy Rant. Here's a snippet. Stick around to the end. Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. I thought what we'd do this morning, boys, uh, is just do a quick primer on the show, who we are, who we aren't, um, what they can expect from the Happy Rant Podcast. And uh, I want to I just start with uh, some intros. So... I am Ted Cluck. All three of us are writers, um, so that's kind of one thing that that binds us together. Uh, we're all authors. We've all written books. Um, I made my living for like 15 years doing books and magazine work, uh, and then about seven years ago, started teaching college. So I'm a college journalism professor at Union University. Shout out Union U, and I coach football, and I love football, and that's uh, that's pretty much the deal. With me now, you guys are you guys are pastors. You're men of the cloth, and lest people think that this is just you know three middle aged white guys talking about ministry. Um, oh no, this is three middle aged white guys talking about other things and sometimes ministry. Pipe, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so um, I am I'm currently an assistant pastor at Emmanuel Church in Nashville. Prior to joining staff at Emmanuel, so I, I started working at the church in 2019. Prior to that, I spent about 14 or 15 years in the Christian publishing industry. So a variety of different roles, worked at Crossway Books, worked at Moody Publishers, and then spent the last six years working at Lifeway, doing a handful of different things. And so, yeah, pretty pretty ensconced in the world of books and writing, and I did some marketing and some editing and some you know, sales and uh, attended every Christian conference known to humanity. Uh, Gosh, that's lanyard. glamorous, Pipe. Ronnie did the same thing, but he paid to go to all of them. Or, um, yeah, or was or was funded by, by a church, something along those lines. By but the yeah, Middle the, Eastern oil baron that funds Sojourn Network, <laughs> which is now called something else. Yeah, um, called Harbor Network now. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm a, a dad of two daughters and married. I find it hard to believe that you were able to extricate yourself from the glitz and glamour of Christian publishing. Man, what an industry. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so it's, exciting. I mean, it was, so it was hard to give up the, the jet-setting lifestyle um, <laughs> of, of coach flights to places like Amarillo, Texas, oh. and 
you know, uh, Newark, New Jersey, but I, you know, for the, for the good of the kingdom and my family, (laughs) it was the right move to make. You managed to do it. Well, Ronald hasn't given up that lifestyle and we're going to hear about him in a minute after we take a break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, baby. So you and I have known each other for a decade now, decade plus. You, I think we're like a worship guy when I met you, uh, but you're now a pastor in Ohio. Tell us about yourself. I got my start with, with all of this kind of media stuff we did 25 years ago with, mm-hmm. with uh, working in the music industry, putting out a bunch of records, being on the road, touring and producing albums, working with a label called Tooth and Nail for years and years. And then, uh, yes, yeah, slowly, slowly got pulled, kicking, screaming, as they say, into ministry, doing some worship stuff. Um, born and raised in Southern California, then uh, relocated to Ohio almost 12 years ago and have since planted a couple of churches. I'm also finishing a degree, a doctorate at Midwestern right now, just to wow, make things man. a little more fun. And, Solid uh, flex. But I think, you know, I think we would say that the most important thing I do is what I'm doing right now, which is... And you do it one to two times a month. Yeah, no, it's huge. It's huge. And despite having your own studio, your audio sounds the worst out of all three of us this morning. Yeah, 100%. 100%. This this remains one of my favorite things about Ronnie is that he has the longest career on this show in anything involving microphones. Yeah. And also has <laughs> the most bad luck with anything involving microphones. That, that is interesting, isn't it, Pipe? Um, baby, where are you calling in from this morning? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of around the house, but I couldn't be in my studio this morning. So okay. it's, uh, yeah, it sounds a little, the, so the sound is sketchy. Hey, yeah. if you listen to my records, the sound is sketchy. I've always had sketch sound. It's just well, part of my, it's part of who I am. You're in Ashland, Ohio, but you sound like you're calling in from an airplane, which is where you really want to be. Uh, what's been your favorite thing about working with me all these years? As you think about um, the work I, that we've done together, the, yeah. the books, the media mogul stuff that we're doing now. Yeah, really world-changing endeavors e- across the board. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's easy, Big T. I think okay. uh, on one hand, I, I appreciate our friendship, but I'm going to say even more so than the friendship has just been the overwhelming success that we've enjoyed <laughs> yeah. together. And, yeah, uh, the, the huge I mean, piles I, of money I, uh, we've been. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, just writing that first book in 2012 with you on Bethany mm. House, mm. Um, you know, it, it, it allowed me to afford the lifestyle that I, that I currently operate <laughs> out of. Yeah. And uh, so I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate how we have developed 
not not just a friendship into a book, but a friendship into a book that then morphed into an empire. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I appreciate your honesty and your candor on that one, because a lot of people would have gone, you know, the humble route and, and just said, you know, your your tender spirit or, um, you know, just your faithfulness or whatever. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad you you gave yeah. the honest answer. That was really good. Yeah, I would what never I would would never list those things when describing well, you. But I, yeah, go on. I just want to jump in with something I appreciate so much about both of you, which is that mm-hmm. after after such success, it's just rare to see people with such profound worldwide impact having settled in such humble places as, you know, the Jackson, Tennessee area and Ashland, Ohio. You know, you kind of mm. assume Hollywood Hills mm. or Midtown yeah. Manhattan or even a place like Nashville where I'm just humbly trying to make it. And <laughs> uh, and you guys are like, no, we're 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 just salt of the earth people, even after all that success. So I just mm. I admire you so much for it. I think the crush. Thanks, that's of so like, true, by the way, too. I think that's. Yeah. I think he's accurate right there, baby. Don't wouldn't you agree? And how he baby, he's us, absolutely right? accurate right there. And I think the crush and the demands of of this business and of fame just became too much for us in the in the places where we were before. And uh, you know, it's nice to hide out here. I can go to the grocery store here in Jackson and not be bothered. And we would be bearing the lead mm. again. Not to mention that you are John Piper's son. Um, you know, so if, if we're in the get to know you stage with new listeners, these are kind of baseline things that they should know. And one of my favorite memories of the program was when John Piper came to our live show at, um, the church in Indianapolis that sounded like a day spa. What was that place called? Uh, was that Soma? Was that Soma? Yeah. Yeah. Soma, Soma in, church in, and day spa in Indianapolis. Right? Yeah. Um, your pop showed up, he made an appearance. Uh, the crowd was electric that night uh, because of us, not not so much because of him. But uh, but no, that was a yeah, lot they, of fun. They barely noticed him because we were just we were really on our game that night. Oh, absolutely, we were we were for sure on our game. And pipe, we've got. <laughs> and, and he sat at the back with his arms crossed, and I think he cracked a smile once. So success, yeah. guys, we did it. He- he looked a little bit dour, you know, but uh, but he was in the room. He was supportive. Um, you know, it gave us a it gave us a boost just to see him there for sure. All right, boys, here's the deal. Uh, because we have some new listeners, I want to hear from each of you how you would describe to people what it is that we do on this program. Uh, now, Big R, you are in addition to being, um, you know, all over the country, all over the globe, most weeks. Uh, you're a pastor, you're a man of the cloth, you're a networker. Uh, you're a guy who's out there on social media, making it happen, getting those retweets from Beth Moore, um, you know, all the, all the accolades that come from being a social media influencer. How would you describe to people, I'm sure you get a lot of opportunities to do this in your travels. Uh, how would you describe to people, like if you were in an airport lobby and you were in a waiting room and some aspirational Christian celebrity came up to you. Let's say it was Beth Moore. Uh, let's say yeah. Beth came up. You guys were in like the ultra gold, double platinum elite waiting room lounge like you both would be in. And she comes up and she goes, hey, I heard you're on this program called The Happy Rant. What is it that you guys do? What would you say to her? Well, baby, it's interesting because I think about two weeks ago, somebody came up, and I don't remember who it was, and it wasn't Beth Moore, and it wasn't a celebrity, but they asked me that mm-hmm. exact question. They said, Dude, really? Hey, in somebody what context? Keep... 
I forget. I was at some kind of an event and somebody somebody um, had never listened to the, the program, but mm. somebody had told them about it. Yeah. And so he was he came and he said, hey, I keep hearing about this podcast you're on. I think it's called The Happy Rant. And I said, yeah, yeah. And um, and he said, he said, like, what what is it? He said, because I have friends that listen to it and I just mm. never clicked on it, you know, for no reason. And um, he said, so how would you just, he literally just said what you said. He said, how would you describe it? Interesting. And, um, what did you say? The, yeah, this is the first, I've never described it like this before. It was the first thing that came to my mind. I said, you know what? I go, it's kind of, and I'm looking at this dude. He looks like he's in his mid thirties or whatever. Um, and I said, I, it's kind of like the Seinfeld of podcasts. I go, oh. I don't know how to say it other than I go, it's, we're not as funny as Seinfeld. I go, so don't, don't, don't sure. take it that way. I said, Keep the bar low, baby. I go, I said, I did. I said, it's kind of a podcast about nothing. I go, we just mm. talk about whatever we want in the moment with mm. zero prep. I said, mm -hmm. so you're, you're kind of hearing like three dudes that are kind of in the same sphere, but have, you know, kind of, kind of have, are in, categorically in different places in, in the same sphere. And mm. I go, we just riff about stuff that's ridiculous and funny and occasionally serious. And uh, for some reason, people seem to get a kick out of it. So I said, that's uh that's kind of what we do. I go, the, the title kind of describes it a little bit. It's not cynical. Um, yeah. We're critical sometimes of things, but we always lace it with humor and ridiculousness. I said, so that's the best way I can describe it. It's the Seinfeld of podcasts. Oh, I love it, baby. That's really good. If we were the Seinfeld of podcasts, like who would you be on it? Um, like which, which of the three kind of bedrock Seinfeld characters would you be? George, well, Kramer, or, or Jerry? Obviously, I'd be Jerry. I'm I just think kidding. You I have no idea. Jerry. No, I actually think <laughs> yeah, I, actually I have think no idea. Works. Yeah, pipe. I, do you think he would I be Jerry? Know. I think Ronnie would would be Jerry for sure because he, you know, Jerry's sort of the he depend, you know, he 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 kind of balances with the other characters because they're the more extreme personalities. He sort of always has that wry smile. Everything yeah. is it's it's slightly detached, but he's definitely like the, the show doesn't work without him. So I I think I think Jerry's a good description for also for Jerry's Jerry's the only one out of the three that's always getting on an airplane. Like every third episode <laughs> of Seinfeld, Jerry's flying to like Albany to like do a do a show and at a college or whatever. Um, I, I just want to see Ronnie in a puffy shirt. Is really I mean oh oh no, wait Judas. I think that's in a music video Judas. someday. So somewhere somewhere back along the way. Yeah yeah you can Absolutely. see that. It's pretty easy to see that. Um, pipe. So which which Seinfeld character would you be? Um, I mean, that's pretty odd. That's pretty yeah, odd. I, I feel like I would have to be uh, George, uh, just in terms <laughs> of sort of the, the the perpetual short fuse. Just yeah. you say you say one thing, and I and I and I might go off a little bit. Um, yeah. Hope also also kind of a hopefully a key cog the the one who's always driving ideas. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I, yeah, yeah. I think I'm that guy. Hopefully, a little more chill, but that leaning strongly that direction. George has worked in publishing, and you've worked in publishing. I mean, there there's a lot of parallels, actually. You both like baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Both, uh, both I, of us hate George Steinbrenner. Yeah, you both hate George Steinbrenner. I think uh, there's a lot of overlap it's with accurate. the George character. It's accurate. Baby, I think um, for you, it's going to be... A, it could be slightly offensive, because you're not Kramer. I, okay. I think you are... Uh, I think you're the... Whoever... Sorry, and, and again, don't, don't take offense. I think you're whoever the lead woman character in the show. Elaine. Is. I don't know her name. Yeah, baby. Blame. No offense taken. In the, in this day and age, that's a compliment. Okay. She she has <laughs> also had brave the most. Of you to say that she's had the most success as a professional 
outside of Seinfeld of anybody in that show. So like if you if you followed that career arc, yeah. uh, you're you're way. I mean, I guess Jerry's yeah, baby, you're lame, but you are yeah. Jerry's doing fine, guys. Don't worry about him. Yeah, Jerry's doing fine. Jerry's uh, paying the rent. Everything's good with Jerry. All right. If you've made it this far, you just heard a snippet from the Happy Rant with Barnabas Piper and his amazing co-host. You guys should go check that out. But without further ado, I had a little encounter with a possum the other day. And a lot of you are probably wondering, where the heck did you find a possum? And the answer is on my front porch because homie was eating my cat's food. Him and her, the cats. Like, they were on the porch just watching the dude eat their food. And I'm like, nah, dude, I didn't buy this for you, right? So I am in my boxer briefs, and I go put on my robe and a pair of Crocs, okay? And to answer your question, yeah, they were in four-wheel drive. I had the straps on. I was ready to go. So I start knocking on the window and hissing at him, and he starts hissing back. And I'm like, oh, so it's going to be like that. So I went and got a Swiffer, right? You know, the little things you put the little uh, mat on, and you could uh, mop your house. You know, bachelor stuff. We don't mop around here. We use a Swiffer. (laughs) So I go out on the porch and I'm hissing at him. He ain't going nowhere. So I start shooing him with a Swiffer and he starts bolting off. But then he turned around and started mocking me again, like just hissing and hissing. So I chase him through the yard into a drain pipe. And you know what? It was a good time. And I hope this was worth waiting for. And if you know anything about me, I don't want people or possums eating my cat's food, especially people. But this possum, let's call him Edward. I didn't want Edward to get used to it because I didn't adopt Edward. He didn't ask me for that. Like, if he asked me and he was polite, maybe he'd get some food. But until then, we're not going to do it. Go check out the Happy Rant podcast. I love you guys. Be sure to stick around for next week's episode with amazing guests, which I'm super excited to tell you guys about. And, uh, again, I love you guys. Be sure to check out the Happy Rant, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye now. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit LifeAudio.com to listen and subscribe.